0: to talk about my massage tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't normally start with personal anecdotes, but exceptions. So I got a massage tonight. Mm-hmm. I went to the woman that I always go to because she does a great massage. And she still did a great massage tonight. But she was a little chatty. And I'm mm. not a fan of that when I'm I get being massaged. Mm-hmm.
1: Because
0: I want to relax. And as an introvert, I feel like coming up with small talk is very stressful for me. And so I'm trying to relax and she's trying to talk to me and I'm just like, ah, I, I don't want to, I don't want to engage, but I'm like trapped here on this bed.
1: Right? Like, can't you tell I'm tense? Stop talking. Right?
0: And also like, I'm trying to be polite and respond, but I also don't want to encourage. So I'm just like, where is the balance? So like, finally, she's like getting the message, but every once in a while she pipes up because she keeps making observations about me as a person based on what she's feeling in my muscles. So at some point, she asked me if I was a lefty, and I was like, no, I'm a righty. She was like, oh, you have so much strength in your left arm. and I was like, oh, I don't know why that would be. She's like, are you ambidextrous? I was like, no. no I felt like I was at like a, a really bad psychic reading
1: where mm. she
0: just kept throwing shit out and I had to be like no so I was starting to get uncomfortable with it because I was like I don't want to keep saying no because I feel bad that she's like so off and also I want to stop talking so right. when she was like oh you must be a runner I was like
1: do what the I? hell? Lady, Where is are you getting?
0: Do I look like a runner to you? <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows I haven't gone running for fitness since like the 90s. So it's not in my muscles, I promise. But I was like, sure. Yeah, I could be a runner if you want me to. And then she's saying, oh, so this must be your uh, your pacing arm. That's why you have so much strength in your left arm. I'm like, yep, that's it.
1: Got it. Yep.
0: She's massaging my legs, and she's like, "Oh, your right leg is a lot stronger than your left. Like, are you also a kickboxer?" And I was like, "What the (laughs) fuck?" It's like, um, sure, why not? I do kickboxing. Yeah,
1: I feel your pain, man. That is torture. It
0: was the worst because I felt bad being like, "No, you're actually really terrible at this," but I didn't want to keep talking about why my muscles are the way that they are mm-hmm. I just wanted to get them pounded out <laughs> thank you
1: yes I'd love to be steamrolled my back <laughs> no I mean she's
0: always got great pressure she does great pressure at points and like so I feel really good now but like during the massage I was like can you please stop trying to tell me who I am based on my muscles because you're not doing a good job <laughs>
1: But did it kind of make you feel good in a weird way? Like that she thinks that you do these things?
0: Well, it was funny because when she identified me as a runner based on my arm, I started thinking to myself, oh shit, she's going to get to my legs and realize that there's no way this girl is a runner because I don't have the muscle tone in my legs.
1: No, you're just a kickboxer. (laughs) You really work those muscles.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, speaking of runners though, you know what we didn't see in the first two episodes of Emily in Paris?
1: (laughs) Surprisingly, her fucking running.
0: I was just thinking about it on my way home. I was like, man, how can I tie this into Emily in Paris? And then I was like, oh, wait, Emily's a runner, but we didn't see her run.
1: You know what, though? What? The bangs get in the way.
0: Oh, is that it?
1: (laughs) And distract. (laughs) Is that it? They get sweaty and they stick to your eyebrows and they just everything just. Yeah, I think she had a, a choice to make there and she chose the bangs.
0: She did make a choice. She sure Mm -hmm. did. She Well, actually, no, she didn't make any choices, and that's what we're here to talk
1: about. Oh, you're right. You're (laughs) right.
0: (laughs) The only choice she made was to cut her bangs, and that was in, like, a fit of hysteria, so I don't know if it counts.
1: And sing in public, but we'll get there.
0: Yeah, that's the very end of our...
1: (laughs) The very end of our journey.
0: (laughs) This is I Hate It, Let's Watch It. I'm Lisa.
1: And I'm Dawn.
0: And you've all been waiting for it. We're back with Emily in Paris. And can I tell you, I already hate this more than I expected to.
1: Yeah. I don't have a lot of notes because a lot of it was just just, like normal complaints, but elevated.
0: (laughs) Right. Like, I've said this a million times before, but I'm going to say it one more time because that's all I got. it's still
1: happening. (laughs) Right. Like, it's still happening. Like, I want... Madeline to jump off a bridge. I hate her so much.
0: <laughs> She's so obnoxious. But I will oh. say that when she did go beg Sylvie to come back to Savoir, that was like a big magnanimous move. on her part i was impressed that she did it so well it didn't come off sarcastic or snide or anything and i kind of thought that it wasn't gonna go that well and sylvie was actually the problem in that interaction so i mean we'll get there yeah but we have to start with why we're so mad at emily yet a fucking again yeah and the reason is because she is continuing to work for both madeline and savoir and also for sylvie and their unnamed company.
1: Mm-hmm. <sighs> she thinks she can do it all. And even Sylvie says it at one point. Like... Yeah. Did you think you could just do everything because that's not how this yeah. works?
0: And she literally did. She did think that. And... <laughs> You know, it's just I feel like this was presented as a new problem for Emily that she would have a decision between two options to make that she couldn't make because she's incapable of making a decision and wants to be pleasing both sides. Yeah. But this is literally every single decision she's had to make since the beginning of the show. It's exhausting. And the fact that she's still incapable of doing this is like, I want to blow my brains out.
1: And it's not even that she's incapable of making a decision. It's the only conversation point that mm-hmm. she has right. with everybody.
0: Right. And poor so, Alfie.
1: <laughs> oh my god. That made that pissed me off the most because it was like, Yeah.
0: Run Alfie. She's in a terrible place to be a good girlfriend right now. Like it was so obvious that she was so consumed by her shitty decisions. Cause honestly, like that's what's so frustrating about her is that she whines endlessly about the bad situations that she's in Mm -hmm. and the only person responsible for that situation is her
1: yep (laughs)
0: ah i have so much (laughs) anger (laughs) i can't
1: well it's (laughs) the first episode she it starts with like a dream yes and obviously a very realistic dream because we come (laughs) Yeah. back to it.
0: Right, everyone's wearing the same clothes same that they clothes. were wearing. <laughs> yeah, which is absolutely So is wild. she a
1: clairvoyant? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean clearly, because even in that moment in the real scenario, she's like, I just have weird deja vu. And it's like, no, this is literally a carbon copy right. of your dream. Did you wear this outfit knowing you were coming to the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> like, what is happening?
1: Yeah, like, I'm gonna see if this actually pans out in real life. And Obviously, we didn't know it was a dream right off the bat, but it looked like she was going to jump, like she was like, deciding to jump.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't and that it's, be like, a treat?
1: It would just be interesting because then she would have finally made a decision. Mm. And, um, but and that a smart happen. one.
0: And a smart <laughs> one because she's destroying lives by just breathing.
1: Yeah. And she doesn't realize that she's doing that.
0: No, she ha- she's completely unaware of her impact on other people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's, <laughs> it's maddening. So, she has that dream, and, like, Madeline and Sylvie in the dream are trying to get her to make a decision between the two of them. She wakes up, horrified, and then she, it's like, it seems like it's the middle of the night, but then she goes to the bathroom and is getting ready to, she's, like, doing a face mask, she does mm. something else, and then she brings, like, a whole bottle of wine with her, and it's like... Okay, we're not in a good place, clearly. And then this is when she cuts her bangs, which you could tell her hair was a wig in that scene. So she could do the the cutting herself and and then her bangs look much nicer in the rest of the... I
1: loved Mindy's reaction. She just walks in and she's like, Emily, no. I liked
0: that in the trailer, too, because that was a scene from the trailer that I thought was pretty funny
1: oh that was a great reaction <laughs> like I almost caught you but I didn't
0: yeah no oh dear so she and Mindy are having breakfast lunch whatever that meal is and they're talking about her problem and Emily's like oh my god I hate disappointing people it's the worst and it's like all you do is disappoint people so you're really bad at people pleasing
1: <laughs> yeah you you just keep doing it and to several people at the same time so <laughs>
0: you're not pleasing you anybody even,
1: right like you're not Really coming up with a solution for it either.
0: Yeah. And then Camille comes over and they like kind of chat about Gabrielle a little bit because she was like, I'm getting a croissant for Gabrielle. And Mindy calls her something, a boulangerie bitch or something. Yep. (laughs) Like
1: rude. Boulangerie bitch.
0: And then Emily's like, Yeah, we're not talking about that situation, blah blah blah. And it's like, yeah, okay, fine. Let's focus on your work problems, which are so much easier to solve. (laughs) So she's wearing a hideous outfit for like most of this episode
1: what okay color choices aside fabric choice (laughs) yeah textures textures ah it hurt it hurt a lot
0: yeah there was like plaid and like fuzzy plaid and she was wearing these hideous green over-the-knee boots
1: And then the skirt was, like, metallic. Yes,
0: like something shiny.
1: Oh, my God. It was so bad.
0: The whole outfit was a train wreck.
1: Which I guess is a metaphor for the episode.
0: (laughs) I guess maybe that was intentional, but I don't know. She walks around like she's well put together. And nobody comments on it because I feel like if it was supposed to be a comment on how she's losing her mind, somebody would have said, like, who put that outfit together for you look like a psycho? Right. But no one does that. She goes to work. Madeline is still stuffing her face with food because she's pregnant. And in case we forgot, pregnant women like to eat Fritos. I hate, like, I
1: literally (laughs) hate that whole stereotype. You're in a meeting and you have to hold a bag of Fritos.
0: Right. And like her mouth, like she talks with her mouth full all the time. And it's like, this is just unprofessional. And Not
1: even like that, but like she shovels them in mid-conversation.
0: They're making it seem like she's so hungry she literally can't control herself as a pregnant woman like she can't control her hunger she can't control her emotions she can't control her bladder she's such like a caricature of a pregnant lady and you know i feel offended on behalf of pregnant women or people who anyone who has been pregnant yeah this is not how it is
1: (laughs) no and and they made her look they made her look Obscenely yes. pregnant.
0: Yeah, there was that scene where she comes in between Antoine and Gabrielle, and it's
1: just—oh like my her god! It was, was I was so embarrassed <laughs> for her. It's one thing, yes, you're pregnant, but like it was protruding.
0: Was she that pregnant the last time we saw her? Because I feel like she wasn't.
1: She wasn't, and it's only supposed to be a few weeks later.
0: Oh okay, did they say that? Did they say it's been At a few 1
1: weeks? point, yeah, it was a cu- it was a few weeks and I was like, "Really? It's only been a few weeks."
0: Yeah, and she's huge. And it's funny cuz they kind of addressed this and then also the fact that the baby is way too old for like the age. She was like, "Oh, they said he was the biggest baby ever born in the hospital." And it's like, "Well, that's convenient to explain why you were enormous and also why the baby looks like he's already 3 months old." Right. <laughs> but
1: okay. They made a joke about her coming back sooner than she had to
0: right yeah yeah because like that makes it It was like two weeks since she'd given birth, oh like. yeah yep so i actually kind of really liked this initial scene or like the way that this played out because emily walks in and madeline's pitching to antoine and gabrielle about the restaurant franchi- yes
1: yeah, <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: and franchising <laughs> And then Emily runs over to Sylvie's new company. And then while she's there being like, I'm here and I'm totally on team Sylvie and whatever. And Gabrielle walk in to hear their pitch. And there's just that great moment of them all looking at each other like, "Uh, what what are you doing here?
1: (laughs) And what's so great, too, is. For some reason, not that... I don't know why I expected her to be a little smarter here, but it's Antoine. You know him and Sylvie talk. You don't think he's gonna pitch to both of them or, like, see what the... You know, like, I don't know. I, I just... There's I mean, some... what are you
0: saying there? Like, you don't know why she's surprised he went to both places? Or he, she should have been worried that he was going to tattle on her?
1: No, surprised that oh, okay. he would go to both places.
0: I don't know that she was surprised. I think she was worried that they were going to blow her cover. Mm. I think she didn't necessarily expect to see them there on the same day that she had just pitched with Madeline. But I think it was mostly that she was like, oh, God, like, <laughs> this is this is potentially bad if they say anything about how they just saw me over at the Old Savoir. Yeah. But I, I thought that was funny. I thought that was handled pretty well. No, it
1: was, it was funny.
0: You know what wasn't funny, though? Doug randomly coming back into our lives?
1: I forgot he existed, and he's so chipper and...
0: They're on great terms for having great literally terms. never spoken <laughs> since they broke up, <laughs> which also I don't remember exactly how that went, but I don't think it was...
1: Right, it was mostly it like was him mutual. saying, no, he just kind of said that like he wasn't going to come to Paris.
0: Right, yeah. And so, and we never saw them reconcile and we've literally never seen them have an interaction. So for them to act like they're besties, she even thinks he's butt dialing her at first. Why would you even be calling me at all? So... right. It's weird. It's very weird.
1: Yeah. And even his thought process of going to her first and being like, you're the first person I thought of. And it's like, but that's it. Like there wasn't any hinting of him trying to like
0: Right, there was no ulterior motive. I honestly was terrified that he was going to announce that he was moving to Paris because when he said he was in charge of global operations. Yes. I thought he was gonna say, Oh, and their office is in Paris. Guess who's coming to Paris? Just to add another layer. Another
1: fucking of person. <laughs> yeah.
0: So they didn't do that. So I guess that's good. We should applaud them. But at the same time, I don't know. The way this business came through, I guess they had to figure out how to give it to her because it is a huge account. It's McDonald's. It's McDonald's. The Golden Arches. The Golden Arches. (laughs) And I have to say, though, when she was like, oh, I have to pitch this to Sylvie. I was like, Sylvie's going to hate this. Like, Sylvie and McDonald's don't belong in the same
1: sentence. Right. I mean, it's like trying to. Pitch the uh faux peloton again. Right,
0: yeah, yeah. And even the fact that the product is called the McBaguette.
1: It's it's very wordy. It's very um
0: it doesn't flow.
1: Too many syllables.
0: <sighs> and also it's just like really tacky.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Especially when they showed us what the actual McDonald's looked like in France.
1: Yeah, man, it looks it looks snazzy.
0: Yeah, but Sylvie initially doesn't want the account, then she agrees to take it. It's just interesting that Emily brought it to Sylvie because She still has like one foot in Savoir with Madeline. And obviously she wouldn't want to bring her new business, but she didn't even really hesitate about going to Sylvie with it.
1: No, and I think it was kind of like, it is McDonald's, it is a big deal. And thinking that maybe seeing the kind of support she'd get from Sylvie or response would help with her decision. But it didn't really, because... The whole episode she's on the fence regardless because she's getting minimal, I guess, response. Minimal response <laughs> to her idea. And, yeah, it's just, it's not, it's not good.
0: I mean, she does her usual Emily steamrolling kind of thing where yeah, she tries to get Luke and Julian on board first, bringing all the food to them to try and figure out a new pitch. And then it's really that that ultimately convinces Sylvie to at least have the dinner. Mm-hmm. And I just want to make it clear that Julian, Luke, and Sylvie are the best part of this show.
1: They're the dream team.
0: Without them, I would not watch anymore. I would boycott this series because it is that bad and I hate everybody else. <laughs> but the, especially Luke and Julian in in these episodes, were just so so wonderful in their Luke they and They really are. Ways. Even when Luke was blowing it up for everybody, you
1: just he can't You're so him. cute about it. You like, can't hate him. I'm like, "Oh no, no, no." <laughs> yeah, I but know. Like... You're so adorable. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to be friendly and uh yeah, so Luke forgot his laptop in the Savoir office and goes to get it. And then he runs into Madeline. And we're so close to just getting out of there unscathed. But then Luke just opens his big mouth about the McDonald's meeting. And Madeline is like, oh, my God. And gets all the details out of him about where the dinner is going to be. And honestly... (sighs) I love Luke, but you would think that he might be a little bit smarter than this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought he would have picked up on her sarcasm. Like, come on.
0: Yeah, like how weird it was that Madeline didn't know about this and like seemed to be very shocked by what he was saying.
1: It might have been nerves. It might have just been nerves of being Maybe. caught. And...
0: <laughs> I love what he said that he could outrun Madeline. <laughs> yes, he's like, <laughs> like,
1: pregnant, like outrun her. That was, <laughs> that was cute.
0: Hilarious. So Madeline promptly ruins that dinner and it is a fucking scene and it's interesting because I feel like I've gotten used to Sylvie's sort of subtle quiet stabbing approach Mm -hmm. because she just like slinks in has like devastating one-liners is very smart in her approach and Madeline just comes like Bowl in a China shop in this restaurant, and he's like, She stole my account. This should be my interview. And Emily works for me. And it was just like, whoa, whoa, lady.
1: Right. Like, can you be a little more professional about was it Was
0: this the plan? Because this is a bad plan.
1: Like, and, you look bad. And it ruined it for both of them. Right, like, 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 I mean, did she
0: want to steal the account rather than like sabotage it for everyone? Apparently not. So her water does break in that whole scenario, though. And yeah. she has to go to the hospital to have her baby but i'm honestly glad that this whole double teaming thing
1: ended quickly yes
0: thank god if it dragged out more than one episode i think i would have lost my mind
1: (laughs) if it was one of those where she literally was being this sleuth double teamer for, like, six episodes, I would have been...
0: She was not even good at it.
1: No, it wouldn't. Like, it's so unbelievable.
0: It's not even, like, she was good at it with the jobs, but even with Alfie, like, with his goodbye dinner, she, like, completely blows it off. She schedules the McDonald's meeting, or Sylvie does, for the exact same time as the party at the Eiffel Tower, which I believe is pretty far from where they live. So, like, it's not even, like, you could do the sitcom-y thing of, like, I'm gonna run to the bathroom and then just dash across the street. Like, she even
1: said, she was like, oh, I can do both. And it's like right. you're a fucking idiot. No, you
0: can't. And there was no attempt even made to do both. That's what's like weird to me is that she didn't even try. Like she said she was gonna do both, but she didn't Unless even Unless she to
1: thought do both. like without the derailing from M- Madeline that She would make it there earlier, right? Like it would go well, and then she could just get there.
0: I, she, she's an idiot. She's a fucking idiot.
1: And I have to say, like both of these episodes had many parallels to the Devil Wears Prada. This one, this scenario being one of them. I
0: feel like we referenced it a lot in season two. I know, but (laughs) it's
1: like it's just there's more obvious. One's Like, this one was one of them.
0: That's funny, because I actually didn't put those two together. Mostly because I didn't feel like Emily was necessarily...
1: Trying as hard as Annie did? yes. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: don't think she actually cared about Alfie enough to even pretend to care.
1: (laughs) No, like, she showed up to the restaurant, everybody's leaving, and she doesn't even have any, like... Just anything to celebrate. She doesn't have a a,
0: a bottle of champagne. You know what I mean. Just nothing
1: in celebratory.
0: She should have called from the hospital. She should have called the restaurant from the hospital and spoken to Alfie at the very right.
1: Like, how did you have no communication?
0: Right. At least tell somebody or call Mindy and say, hey, can you put Alfie on? Madeline went into labor. I'm not going to be able to make it there. Like, I thought I was, you know, like do something. But she just mm-hmm. blows off the party entirely, shows up and then looks like a kicked puppy when he's like, you know what? I'm done with this. Good night and goodbye. And she's just like, oh, my God, what just happened? And It's like, you're so stupid.
1: But I did love the, the running theme, which was the whole not choosing is still choosing.
0: I mean, can we talk about that very convenient French lesson? Because what are the odds?
1: <laughs> also, she's so... Annoying in that class. Like, right. Well, she, yeah. Oh my God. I hated her reaction. Let's get into to that. the
0: existential part of this. Like, yeah. well, how do you know which is the right one? And it's like, bitch, because you're an adult and you just, you know, you choose. okay <laughs> you make a decision like an
1: adult, like a grown up. Right. Like, that's the whole point. Like, you have to decide.
0: Right. And the teacher was right. There's not, or at least, you know, the philosophy yeah. is not that there's like a right or a wrong, but you know, there's a an educated choice and a less educated choice. So right. I can't I'm just gonna do a lot of sighing. <laughs> I'm just like I'm so upset. So I feel like Alfie doesn't deserve her. Not at all. And I'm very upset that they reconcile by the end of the second episode.
1: Um yeah, that was awfully quick. And yeah, I just
0: He should have made her beg a little bit more, honestly. Even for me, it's very humiliating to get up and sing in front of a crowd. So, like, that is a big gesture. But at the same time, she wasn't that humiliated. She didn't have that terrible of a voice. No. So, like I was going to say she
1: better not.
0: It's not. (laughs) It's really not that big of a deal that she did that. And she has so much more to make up for besides that.
1: Yeah, it annoys me because not that I didn't remember how much he liked her. But just the first episode, he just seems so enamored with her. And I question it a lot because it's like, why? (laughs) Yeah,
0: what do you see in this idiot?
1: (laughs) But also it's adorable and he's so cute. I know.
0: And he was really China with her. He was like, I like this part of you and this part of you. And let's go to my place and have sex. And she's like, I'm so busy. I'm just
1: like, are you out of your damn mind? Sorry, I'm always taking a time out for sex. Thank you. Seriously, like
0: what? What is more important? Honestly, do it right. It's like 10, 15 minutes. So I think you can squeeze that into your schedule.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: But we should talk about the shit-stirrer known as Antoine, who just seems (laughs) to have job opportunities available for all of Emily's potential lovers. Right? To to keep them anchored in Paris. Next thing you know, he's going to have Doug on board and it's going to go fucking off the wall. Honestly,
1: the fact that um, I have not read spoilers. You have not read spoilers. I know nothing. And we just stopped after two. But you saying that now, I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little scared because now I'm like let's get the trifecta alright he did oh he did go in with Gabriel on the restroom okay (laughs) and then oh wait now he just oh yep Wait yeah, now minute. he's
0: he's got Alfie here too, Shit. and like, who else can we pull in <laughs> to make things fucking weird?
1: And I don't oh even know if
0: he knows what he's doing. He looks like he might know what he's doing, but at the same time, I do think he's a he's in it for himself. So whenever he sees something that's going to benefit himself, he just goes ahead and does it.
1: But at the same time, with that fact, good for him.
0: I have mixed feelings about Antoine. Okay, I like him because he's attractive
1: yeah, and
0: well. and because. <laughs> He is kind of fun to watch on screen like I do think he's a very dynamic sort of person Mm -hmm. but he was so mean to Sylvie in the last season and catty about her lover that I am just turned off quite a bit.
1: Yeah no I get that. I just in terms of his decisions business decisions is he screwing Emily Eh, but also I don't think he cares if he is, if he knows it or not, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I
0: mean. I don't think he's intentionally stirring the pot by keeping these men around who are messing with Emily's head. But at the same time, it's just real fucking coincidental that every time somebody is about to move away and leave Emily with, you know, an easier decision to make, he's like, you know what? I've got the perfect job for you. You should stay in Paris. And then those people are like, yes, I will do that. I thought it was... Interesting that Alfie didn't tell her.
1: Yeah. The the side-by-side of them texting. Ugh. I was surprised to see his facial expressions, because I didn't think he was that... Like, he was really upset when he was going to leave. Right. Uh, so yeah. um, I was a little confused by that. I'm like, why is he smirking at her text? Like, she was an asshole.
0: Right. And I was also confused as to why she was like, "Are we over?" Like, is this over? Is this relationship over? And I was She's like She's an
1: oblivious fool.
0: <laughs> in my mind, yeah, that relationship was over. That felt pretty over to me.
1: He did the quintessential leaving in the cab. Right. Peace. That I mean, that means it's over.
0: Right, and he was going back to London. He didn't tell her that he came. Like these are all really glaring signs to me that he was done with the relationship. And she's like, "Oh my god!" Like, but like, is it really over? <laughs> it's
1: like the ah! only thing that I could possibly side with her on is yes, not telling him, telling her that he's been there for the two weeks. But you bash France so much, (laughs) and Paris, and the whole idea of it. Couldn't wait to get back to London. But now, all of a sudden, it's not that bad.
0: Antoine must be paying big bucks. (sighs) Ugh. I do kind of like his reasoning, though, for not telling her because he was like, I didn't want you to think that I came back for you or that I stayed for you, Right. which is so different to Gabrielle. And one of the reasons why I was so annoyed with Gabrielle was that he decided to stay partially because of the restaurant, but mostly because of Emily and didn't really consider what she wanted from that. So I think Alfie was a little bit more independent about his decision making and I think that makes him smarter than Gabrielle, mm. and again, way too good for Emily.
1: Yeah, and I need to talk about Gabrielle a little bit because okay. he is so obvious that he still loves Emily.
0: Oh, I thought he was doing a pretty good job at the end, friends.
1: I don't know about that. Quick backtrack to the first episode um, when he mentions her bangs. I was kind of like, you shouldn't talk. Yes. You are randomly rocking the early 2000s emo <laughs> look. Yes! What was with the side, I'm like, so quaffed, glad like, you
0: said that, because it's, oh. like, it's in my notes, because he was like, I like your haircut, and I was like, you need a haircut, speaking of haircuts. What the hell
1: was going on? <laughs> Luckily, by the second episode, he fixed it a little bit, but... Yeah. It, oh, it was very emo, and I was like, Ugh. It was
0: weird. It's always so jarring when people look different when you come back from, like, a... A season. Right. Like a break between seasons because you remember them how they looked and then you see them now and you're like oh my god like what have you done? <laughs> it's like when Felicity cut, cut all her hair off.
1: Oh my gosh that was like that rocked the nation.
0: I know it can- It got the show canceled.
1: <laughs> it got the show canceled. Like her hair grew back.
0: <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> but it was it was too late. People could not forgive. Oh
1: my god. So, I remember my mom talking. Sorry I remember my no. mom talking about that and I was like shit Oh, and also back to the first episode again, really quick. A company that I haven't heard the name in forever. Sylvie was trying to get Beaucheron.
0: Uh-huh.
1: The perfume, right? Yeah, yeah. My entire childhood, my dad <laughs> bought my mom, Bocheron, for Christmas every <laughs> single year. Gold's bottle with this royal, like, navy blue top. It kind of looked like a sky. And she hasn't gotten, I, I don't know if they, I guess they still make it. But here, I guess it's, ri- I don't know. But my dad stopped getting it for her because apparently he couldn't find it. Huh. But yeah, it's the only time I ever heard that name before. And I was like, oh, Bocheron. Like, it just kind (laughs) of, like, it brings me back. I don't know.
0: It was interesting, too, because I I think all the other brands were of the show. Like, they were...
1: Right. They were... They
0: were invented for the show. So then, like, to have a real one thrown in there, it was like... That and Tiffany's.
1: They had a... Oh, right.
0: Yeah, that meeting at Tiffany's.
1: I was surprised at that, too. Which
0: was also poorly handled by Madeline.
1: (laughs) She's just off the rails, and I feel like Emily is now becoming a mix of Sylvie and Madeline.
0: Madeline's strategy is just a a complete mystery to me. Like, her tact... She has no tact, actually.
1: Like, how would she work as such a high up? That's what I mean! And I said this
0: so many times in the previous season, but it's still true now. It's just you need to have the kind of finesse to to make, first of all, a company acquisition, like acquiring Savoir, to make that go smoothly. And then if you're going to try and take over the company once the staff have left... You also kind of have to be able to finesse those relationships. Mm-hmm. She comes at everybody with guns ablazing. She's threatening litigation and lawsuits on most of Sylvie's clients who signed a non compete. And it's like, oh no, this is not gonna. I mean, they're not gonna want to work with you either.
1: Yeah, like you're. <laughs> and not- she's like,
0: I don't care. I just don't want them to work with Sylvie. And that's so fucked up. <laughs> That's a terrible business decision. Like, now you're getting involved on a personal level. Yeah, she's And it's like, awful. okay, mutually assured destruction doesn't help anybody here, which is the point that she does eventually get to when Emily and Luke convince her to try to talk to Sylvie and get her to come back to Savor. Does that go well?
1: No. No, it doesn't. First of all, that whole... S- <sighs> all right, so they're at Piergadeau's
0: fashion show
1: yeah fashion thing
0: something and i think
1: he's he's trying to be more mainstream now like i think he's really um
0: it's gone to his head a little bit
1: yeah so he's not as you know cut and dry and in his old-fashioned ways he's kind of being a little more progressive but it's like you said getting to his head emily shows up in this oh god (laughs) (laughs) zebra-esque butterfly looking atrocity (laughs) thing and she like <laughs> curled her bang to the side a little. I didn't like it.
0: No, I didn't like it either. I think she had a decent chance to pull it off with her shape, like her body Oh, type, yeah. Uh-huh. And like her cheekbones and stuff. Like I think she was almost there almost. but it didn't quite work.
1: And she is looking at the exhibits and this strapping young gentleman walks up to her, Nicolas.
0: Potential new love interest because that's exactly what I
1: said. I'm like, she's (laughs) going to start boning this guy. (laughs) And oh my God, what the fuck does he do again? He's the, he
0: works for some, uh, some kind of agency.
1: Right. And and the whole Yeah. And the whole thing is they don't,
0: they do all their marketing in house.
1: Right so they're not going to take on yeah. Sylvie or because she's war.
0: yeah because Emily's immediately trying to network and be like, "Oh, so like if you like what we did for Pierre Cadeau, then you might like what we can do for you." And he's like, "Well, if you knew anything about my company, then you'd know that we don't hire outside agencies for our advertising." Which yeah. was like, "Ha, suck it, bitch." <laughs>
1: But she did rattle off a lot that she knew.
0: She did, which is why it's, like, kind of amazing she didn't know that. Conveniently
1: and Conveniently like, left that out. Right.
0: And Sylvie knew that because when he has the meeting with her, she's like, well, I know you do all your marketing in-house, so, like, why are we having a meeting?
1: Mm-hmm. So, Madeline shows up <laughs> in the same exact dress as Sylvie. Yeah. But now, my question is, obviously, Emily didn't know, but wouldn't Luke have known? Um, maybe because Luke tag teams with Emily to get right. Madeline to agree to suck it up and apologize and try to right. get, still be back. But yeah, so I found that a little funny.
0: I don't know if anybody knew because I think Julian was the one who gave her the garment bag with the dress. Yes, yes. So I don't. Maybe Julian knew, but you know it was in the garment bag. But herself. nobody would have
1: known that Madeline had it or right, a knockoff yeah. or whatever the hell. She rented it.
0: Yeah, she rented it from somewhere. So probably like rent the runway kind of situation.
1: I think she overdid it. I liked how Sylvie just was nice and plain Sylvie
0: wore it better. I thought that's where you were going with this. But if there's a question, there is no question. Sylvie wore it better.
1: (laughs) A thousand percent.
0: I didn't like the necklace.
1: Yeah. And the gold. She put on like these gold armor-ish looking bracelet covers. I don't know. Right. It was too much. So Madeline starts to like plead her case and I couldn't tell if Silver was being sarcastic. She was, <laughs> right? But yeah. there was parts of it where I was like, "Wait a minute, is she kind?" I mean, she was convincing. That's what I'm, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was. That's playing why along. I love her. Yeah, yeah. And um, she basically tells Madeline to kick rocks and uh,
0: <laughs> to kick
1: rocks and i felt really bad for luke and julian because that's in they're like we're here for you and uh, you're not making it easy yes. for us either like it's yeah. not you know and she was left by herself and it was kind of one of those moments where not that i'm trying to compare to emily because she deserved it but she was in that position of being left in the cold getting dumped you know, mm-hmm. so to speak, yeah. and um, the people behind her walking away from her as well. So it sucked. I hated it. But I also love <laughs> that it didn't last that long.
0: I was just about to say, oh, so before I get to the rest of Sylvie, I also just want to quickly put in that shortly after Sylvie shoots down Madeline, Pierre Cadeau announces that Nicolas de Leon is buying his company. So basically, Sylvie's only client is now going to to a different... To somebody
1: who can't... Who won't take them, right.
0: Yeah, so she's basically fucked. She was planning on running her company with just Pierre Cadeau and, like, building from there. So, basically, once they lose him, Madeline's like, offers off the table, you suck. And... (laughs) Understandably, Julian and Luke are upset because she w- she didn't even consult them and ask mm-hmm. them what they thought. They're all in this together and she just kind of left them out to dry. But as you were saying, and as you were getting to, I love watching Sylvie because she is human. She makes mm-hmm. mistakes, but she immediately learns from them. So then when she goes to meet with Nicholas de Leon and he says, hey, come on to our team, work just for Pierre Cadot. Ha- I'm throwing you a lifeline. Which was so insulting, by the way. Yeah. Sylvie doesn't need a fucking lifeline, you prick. So <laughs> she's like, I'll think about it. And then she goes and immediately talks to Luke and Julian and is like, What do you think we should do? We're struggling. Like, this is going to be really hard to do on our own. Maybe this is a good option. And, you know, they talk about it. And then Luke is like, no, like, we're with you. We want to do this with you on our own. We don't need this. And that's really all they wanted from her. Like, they don't mind taking the risk. They just want to feel like they're doing it as a team. Yep. Yep. And it was such a sweet moment because like Sylvie they gets had a choked group up. Hug. They had a group hug and then they like danced down the street together. It's so cute.
1: Oh my God. It's I it really <sighs> is the team.
0: Yes. It makes me so happy. I watch
1: Yeah. I mean you literally proved the whole like we watch for them.
0: Yeah. And and again, it's just refreshing to see somebody make a mistake and then immediately acknowledge that it was a mistake, go back and fix it going forward. Because yeah. all you ever see from Emily is the same fucking steak every single time. No growth.
1: Literally the same with any situation. Yep. Whether personal relationships, work relationships, anything.
0: Yep. She doesn't get better. Ever.
1: I found it funny because this episode, they talk about how France and Paris really celebrate the solstice.
0: Oh, yeah. I didn't know that.
1: I didn't either, but we actually watched... Last night was the winter solstice.
0: It was.
1: So we actually We're on watched
0: opposite sides here.
1: <laughs> yep. We watched it during a solstice, so I found that interesting. So that was like a big deal.
0: We have Mindy stuff to talk about, but to be honest... I know we
1: haven't gotten to Mindy. I
0: don't really have a lot to say. I'm very fucking bored by that whole storyline.
1: I am too. She... Okay, so her and the band, which is... I forget the one guy's name, but her her boo, Benoit. Yeah. You know, they're still doing their street performing. And Benoit gets a call about this jazz club needing somebody for this particular night. So they go on and do it. And it's one of those things where you can immediately predict how that's going to go because (laughs) the club manager is literally watching from, like, backstage. And, you know, she'll be singing and then they'll pan to him and you find out later she gets a call from the manager and he just wants her and not the band. Right. So she's torn and keeps dodging his calls to which... He then calls Benoit, and Benoit immediately accepts on her behalf and is super happy for her. I thought this was very cute. Um, super happy for her and was like, listen, we're going to be your biggest fans, but like, you need to do this. But yeah, that's like the gist of her story.
0: I feel like I don't have an accurate memory of where we left off with them because I, the last thing I remember, my last impression of Benoit was I was very upset with him for the way he treated Mindy when he found out that she had rich parents and was on that Chinese pop star show. Yeah, that was
1: a weird reaction. I'm remembering that now.
0: I really hated that. And uh, I know that she had gone back to him and they had reconciled. But, like, in my mind, I'm still just not on board with that relationship. So, like, all of this stuff, this singing. Yeah, you're
1: right. When they first kissed, like, when they first were introduced for the season, I'm like, wait a minute, they're together? Like, right. I-, I was confused. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah, it's... <sighs> It's weird. I'm very uninvested. Are we ever going to get anything on her dad and her work visa and you know like any of the stuff that were right? Kind that of was an
1: issue. So floating I'm floating around in
0: season two. I just feel like Mindy's not interesting enough right now, and it's the show's fault because they they planted seeds and they gave us something, but they never did anything with it, and so yeah. now it's just like.
1: But I I think it feels
0: like a waste of time every time we're dealing with her. It's like, what are you doing that I, that I care about or that is important?
1: The work visa thing, though, might come up because... I would
0: think so. You can't live indefinitely in France no. if you're not working.
1: <laughs> I know, but I think that's why Benoit is like, you have to take this because... <laughs> Does Benoit know? <laughs> unless Benoit is like making up for the fact. I don't know.
0: Maybe he is. I don't know. But that's the thing. We're not, we already spend too much time on them, but I almost feel like we don't spend enough time just because we don't really know and have any feelings around this group of people. Right. It just, it's like not enough, but also I'm okay with not having more of it. Like, let's just get rid of it. (laughs)
1: Let's get rid of it. I will say that her outfits are also insane. Yes. But I did love the skirt she wore when singing at the jazz club.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it was, was like
1: the Mother Mary, like, yeah. oh, it was awesome. I loved it.
0: I think that they wanted Mindy there for like a comic relief sidekick, but they wanted her to have her own story as well, but they just haven't developed it enough to make her an actual yeah,
1: character. Because I think if they're just going to have her continue being this street performer, it's not going to be great.
0: It's not very interesting. And even working at the jazz club, because when she got that job at the drag club. Oh,
1: she was the, the bathroom Madame P- attend- P. Madame yeah. PP.
0: That was kind of interesting, and we thought that was going somewhere, and then it went nowhere. <laughs> it was like, what is what is going on here? Like, what is she doing? Yeah. So I think they just haven't, I, it almost feels like they haven't figured out what to do with her, and so we don't know what to do with her.
1: Yep, that makes sense. But also Mindy is the one who introduced Emily to the song.
0: <laughs> right. What's it What's all about, What's it all Alfie? about, Alfie? Alfie. Yeah, so they go to this performance at the solstice... festival yeah. thingy camille and gabrielle invited her and invited alfie without telling her i guess or she didn't know yeah because
1: everybody yeah they knew he stayed the two weeks right and, was and there was there. that lovely
0: moment where uh, emily calls camille out for not telling her and then camille is basically like well you didn't tell me you slept with my boyfriend so <laughs> and it was like all right let's agree to not mention any of well, this ever ju- again yeah can we
1: just stop talking about it because <laughs> obviously but then again, we could always go back into the fact that Kami didn't stand with the pack,
0: Right, which we kind of danced around as well.
1: Danced around, <laughs> like, barely, barely feet hit the floor. Like, right. I mean, yeah. because I'm thinking, I'm sitting there because I watched the recap in the beginning of the first episode. Mm. And I'm like, she did fucking say that, th- and she made the pact. So are we not going to talk about that? I mean, the thing is, though,
0: I feel like you can't in Emily's position. because No, you
1: can't. But also, like, (laughs) why make it a point? Why make it a point to say it?
0: My only theory about why Camille wanted to make the pact was to make sure that Emily wasn't going to make a move on Gabrielle while she was trying to make a move on Gabrielle. And maybe it was like a test of loyalty again. I guess, Yeah to be like, okay, well, you're saying you're not going to go after him, so don't. I'm just going to totally fucking not follow that (laughs) at all. Um, And then maybe (sighs) she feels like they're even now. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Except not, because she just threw it in Emily's face for really no reason. But regardless, so they invited Alfie to this thing, and mm-hmm. Emily seems surprised that he's there. And she's trying to apologize and say, oh, you were right, I should have told you how I felt before you left, and I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I really don't want to talk about this right now, could we not? Which, again, is like a glaring sign to me that the relationship is or should be over. Right. So then she gets on stage and sings this song to him, and for some reason he's like, oh, I'll is forgiven let's make out and it was like what? what also
1: i kind of loved that he yelled from the crowd yeah
0: what what can i do to get you, to, to, get to, stop you stop to stop singing
1: <laughs> and i was like yes but also i feel like she should have a better voice her dad is phil collins
0: i mean it's not that doesn't work that way
1: <laughs> i know but i just feel like there's still something that you get from Honestly, having music it wasn't parents. bad
0: it was no it wasn't like bad
1: she... she was a little pitchy
0: Oh, I was gonna say. I thought she was. She did fairly well on key. I've definitely heard a lot worse at like karaoke mm-hmm. nights. So
1: true. True. She
0: did. A, she did a pretty decent job. But maybe if somebody were serenading me, I would also kiss them to get them to stop. Just to be like, yeah. could you could you stop drawing attention to me, please?
1: And she didn't know the song the day before, so she memorized it already. I guess. <laughs>
0: Well she God. seemed to be like, Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh now I do know what you're talking about. But mm. she probably she probably had to practice it.
1: I mean I know I never heard of that song.
0: Oh, my my parents are like they know all sorts of songs. There's a song for literally every occasion, so they'll sing like old commercial jingles or random songs I'm from pretty
1: <laughs> good at that but I just when, and when she was like oh the song by Dionne Warwick I was like no I do not know that song because
0: I'm pretty sure it's from a movie
1: probably yeah
0: called Alfie I'm pretty sure which my parents have probably seen and therefore now they sing it it's part of their repertoire and it comes <laughs> out every once in a while and it's just like okay
1: you guys are cool but they worked it in cuz the the lyrics were pretty good too. They
0: were I have to say it was a very appropriate. I almost wonder if they named his character thinking at some point they were going to have somebody sing this song.
1: Listen, we we love this song and uh, Or maybe they love the movie and they named we the need We need to use it so we got to name this guy Alfie.
0: Yeah. Honestly, uh, that's the kind of thinking I imagine goes into this show. If there is any thinking whatsoever. One final note that I have Uh-huh. is really just a quote from the first episode Julian says it and it was just it was so great he said why is everyone so stupid today and I was like I he feel that it. I mm-hmm. feel that yes why is everyone so stupid today I don't exactly remember why he said it but it could have been for any number of reasons so appropriate across the board
1: yeah and I can't wait to see his fashions of the season oh my god
0: i love his fashions <laughs> i can't
1: get over how i think it was last season or was it season one regardless it was in the past and he had the pokemon suit on
0: <laughs> oh yeah he's he's always got daring looks but they work he pulls them off right. so well
1: like to the naked eye it's like oh it's a funky suit whatever and then you look closer and it's like that's bulbasaur <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, but yeah, he's got great style.
0: Dawn, predictions for season three, go!
1: Oh gosh. I really do think it's either gonna be Nicholas or Doug that come back and we got three fucking people. So it's one of the two, not both, but one of the two is going to try to romance her in some way.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I don't think Camille and Gabrielle last. I think that's gonna screw things up too. Because I think... Gabrielle might just be like listen I can't be hanging out with this girl all the time as a friend Mm -hmm. like it's not gonna work I just really hope Madeline fucking leaves like I can't (laughs) I need her to go
0: I need her to go I know I would really hate if she became a series regular in in this season we have to get rid of her somehow yeah. Why would she want to raise a baby in France anyway? Like she, her whole life is back in Chicago,
1: right? And that was her whole campaign to Emily. Like, why would she right. want to stay here?
0: Right. And also, like, she wasn't going to come to France because she wanted to have the baby in Chicago. So, right. so that's. I mean, I guess I wouldn't want to travel with like a newborn infant, but I don't know. I think Minnie's going to get deported. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's that's the only interesting thing that could happen to Mindy at this point. So I was a little, a little suspicious when Alfie came to the party, was it? And then like Camille was talking to him and she was like, I have something for you. And then she brought him to Antoine who had the cologne. I don't know. I just felt like their energy was weird. And I wonder if it would be like a potential revenge scenario.
1: Ooh. I don't want to think so
0: because I do think Camille is a nice person, but at the same time, the way this all wrapped up very neatly is not. There was
1: some type of. I, I see what you're saying. There was some softness to it right didn't she like put her hand on his hand or yeah, something yeah it, they leaned yeah. in clo-
0: like it was for a second I was like whoa but uh, I don't know about that I it's just it's like a weird feeling I have and it could just be I don't know that I don't trust anybody but <laughs>
1: mm, fair enough
0: <laughs> yeah and I do think that Sylvie's company is going to eventually be successful
1: yeah i hope so
0: and then i think madeline is probably going actually what i think will happen is madeline is going to unacquire savoir and like give it back to sylvie and have it be like an all french brand and just like
1: get the fuck out because that would be nice
0: that would i think that'll happen because that's what i want to have happen and <laughs> <laughs> so
1: just like my prediction of i just want her to fucking leave i'm
0: just yeah i'm just trying to manifest it now yeah but i think that's the only way that this could really go i mean either like savoir is just going to be dissolved or they'll give it back to sylvie but i do think sylvie likes her own company now what is the yeah. what did she name it chateau grotto or something yeah because it's her last name
1: right yeah i like that it, it rolls nicely
0: yeah so i She'll think that her. you know she likes her rebranding in general and maybe is ready to leave savoir the name savoir behind but i do think that madeline needs to get the fuck out and stop competing with her in order yeah. for yeah maybe to they'll
1: get to reacquire meltdown. the space at least That'd
0: be nice. (laughs) Yeah, they're working out of her apartment, which is actually a really nice apartment. But she won't be able to afford it for much longer if they don't have any business.
1: (laughs) No, no. And I forgot she was still with the photographer.
0: Yeah, I would have liked to see more of that. But maybe we're going to get more. We were really just kind of setting the table
1: for this. Yeah, they kind of glossed over it. I mean, we got got to see he exists still. Yeah. And then it was just kind of like, that was it. But yeah, those were the two first episodes. Ugh, we're back. I have Emily in Paris, season three. I did love what you had sent me with all those <laughs> yeah, like, tweets of like yeah. people like hate, watching, loving, yeah. which like, is. Basically I don't know why all... I
0: still watch this show, but I do, and I can't
1: help it. <laughs> exactly. And I kinda wanna go to all those people and just send a DM <laughs> with our yeah. with our show because
0: come commiserate with us. <laughs> yes,
1: exactly. Not gonna lie. I missed it a little bit.
0: <sighs> I did. And I miss it. Until I started watching it. Right. Like, I'm definitely going to be annoyed either the next two episodes or the two after that. I think once we're in the middle of it, I'm going to be like, oh, my God, I need this to be done, please.
1: Yeah. I think doing two at a time and not binging it, but little doses. Yeah. Helps. (laughs)
0: yes preserve the sanity
1: absolutely I do like that we are getting like new characters though or bringing in people that we don't see often only because it does make it seem like it's just this ever constant wheel that just keeps turning (laughs) of the same events just right a different day like I just I don't
0: (laughs) we have to throw something else on the board just to make it a little bit more interesting
1: exactly
0: but if Make they, healthy. I said it last time, I'll say it again. If they do a spinoff with Sylvie and Luke and Julian in their and they called it Chateau Grateau or whatever they call it, I would watch that show religiously.
1: Yep, you couldn't wouldn't get me away need from it. To bring in anybody else, it could just be the three of them forever. Absolutely,
0: they could carry it.
1: Alfie could go too. Somehow find. Yeah, he could do the
0: finances. There we go. <laughs> he could be yep. the CFO.
1: Yeah, but not awful, but not the best.
0: I think it's just going to get worse from here, to be honest.
1: Well, we will find out. <laughs> so next week we got episodes three and four as you guys know we're on everything i want to thank our british listeners from across the pond
0: hello governor sorry (laughs) just do my terrible accent (laughs) they um, they, they've all just turned it off right they're they're like oh
1: you're off the charts now (laughs) no they actually their film reviews charts they got us on there so that it's pretty exciting so thank you everyone over there across the pond and yeah it's a lot of fun being on twitter with everybody because everybody's so supportive and yeah they spread the word about our show and it's great and so you know where to find us you got twitter you got instagram you got the website don't forget about merch don't forget about cocktails if you want to treat us to a cocktail. All the links are in our bios and on the website.
0: Everybody have a happy new year. Yes. Happy have new year. fun with whatever your New Year's Eve plans are. Dawn and I will be going to bed by nine, 10 o'clock. So
1: that sounds about right.
0: Everybody else party enough for <laughs> both of us.
1: <laughs> I'll have champagne by myself.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. So happy new year to everybody. And we will see you soon.